me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Le migliori firme con sconti fino al 70% direttamente a casa tua? Ora si può, con il servizio shopping da casa di MacArthur Glen la Regia Designer Outlet. Puoi acquistare le collezioni primavera-estate comodamente dal tuo divano. Vai su laregiadesigneroutlet.it, contatta il tuo brand preferito e completa l'acquisto online. Le firme che ami, mai così vicine a te. Trying to be better because I, uh, I still call things gay a lot, but it's like, what else are you supposed to call it? when the McDonald's ice cream machine is down. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Where Is This Going, a podcast about artists you may not know, but will hopefully soon at least appreciate, at the very least. Um, you can follow the podcast. Uh, just got to get these plugs out of the way at the beginning. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and uh, at Where Is This Gopo on Instagram at Where Is This Going Pod. And you can follow me on both of those platforms at the underscore Hunter Miles and welcoming our next guest, Kian Straub, stand-up comedian. Where's my applause? Do we not have our drops? It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Dev, we need you. We didn't. Yeah. Where's your? Can you clap? Nope. His hands. There we go. Thank you. We have enough Thank people you. in the Thank studio. You. Um, but yes, Kian Straub, stand-up <laughs> comedian from Grand Rapids. Um. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> thank you for joining me in the studio today, bearing the uh. The, hazardous conditions is this you trying to say that it's cold <laughs> yeah it's no no i wasn't okay. i was just trying okay. to say i was okay. thanking you for coming yeah, out here of course are you really uh, just trying no <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to make me feed you your joke <laughs> anyways um uh, it's not <laughs> just moving on uh, uh yeah thanks for weathering the conditions to get out here yeah yeah, conditioning the weathers and all that. Yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah. you. It's a it's a hazardous uh hazardous day. Anyways, yeah, let's stop talking about the weather, please. <laughs> Kian, you are 24, 25, I'm 25. 25? Yeah. Did you just turn twenty five? Sure. Okay. November. Okay. Yeah. No, we celebrated your birthday. I yeah. remember. Did uh, we? I don't remember. You really? guys did come over. Yeah. You yeah. Did. You did. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> 25 years old. Did you grow up in Grand Rapids? No. 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 <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> Far from it. Where'd you grow up? Houghton Lake. Houghton Lake. Houghton Lake. Houghton Lake. But Why'd you... I said Houghton Lake and then you like <laughs> I purposely said it different. <laughs> because I've heard it pronounced differently. It's Houghton Lake. Houghton Lake. And yeah. it's H-O-U-G-H-T-L-N. Okay. Lake. Houghton Lake. Not Houghton, but Houghton Lake. There's two different things. Okay, those those are two different places. Yeah. I thought you were saying 
I was saying it wrong again. No. Anyways, Houghton Lake is that up north? I would imagine. Uh, it's it's a lake. It's not in the UP, but yes, up north. Well, okay. Houghton's in the UP. I'm just okay. People okay. Get them confused. Okay. <laughs> okay, but you're you're traveling on with this context that I don't understand. The subtext. It's for the people listening. Okay. Yeah. But I'm here. Okay, you have people listen. Okay. No. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. No, I understand. So, Houghton Lake is that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep traveling on about up north, uh, uh-huh. Michigan cities. So, h- how was Houghton? <laughs> Where Lake? is it? Where is, Where is it? it? Can it's, you tell me? Okay, it's like uh, forty-five minutes north of Mount Pleasant. Okay. That gives me way better. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you just say Mount Pleasant, just like further north? I'm sorry. Do you want to restart? <laughs> <laughs> All right, run it from the top. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, sometimes you do think you're too stoned to do things, and then you realize, you know, maybe you are. You are. Yeah. Um, but we just let That's it run. Okay. You just let it That's run. That's fine. Uh, Kian, you are the only trans comedian that I know. I don't know. We're just getting into yeah. it. Um, That's fine. <laughs> That's not what makes you your you unique. You're it's very. It's the funny. only thing unique. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore, because then, with your transition, you'll become just another straight male comedian. I mean, yes. Just not cis. Is that the yeah differential? But also, I still talk about way more interesting things than yeah, <laughs> most okay. of them. So than most straight white, say white male comedians. Yeah. 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 Appreciate that. Yeah. I'm. Half a straight white male comedian. Uh, I'll let you figure out where the half, half comes in there. A, a black straight woman. <laughs> <laughs> half a black okay. bi woman. But yes. Uh, okay. Uh, everything is fluid about me. Uh, yeah. Race included. Okay. Um, so Houghton Lake, I <laughs> I picture up. I, the reason I bring the city back up is I bring I picture being trans from a small town. Is that what yes? You're at? That's where I'm getting. Yeah, but just up north Michigan, northern Michigan in general. Yeah, uh, I keep saying up north just because that's I how get, people speak. Yeah, but funny. northern Michigan in general, small town. Uh, when this feels like an odd, I shouldn't ask this question. Just so no, you just tell say me. whatever. But I was gonna say, when did you feel like you? Well, it's yeah. I understand what you're getting at. Yeah, it's that's a difficult and uh, question to answer because it wasn't like um, I, I when I lived there, I was just a straight female. Like I was never mm-hmm. queer there. Right. So it was never like like I don't know. I guess it played into it kind of because like things were said to me mm-hmm. that made me not want to be queer down the line. But like right, I would say that was like the extent of it. And going back is weird now, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I still have a lot of friends from there. And the weird thing that I've come to realize recently, because I've been playing like video games online, right, is um, they're all still super racist, <laughs> but like have more trans friends than I do. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> I yeah. I don't. I'm that's, still feeling confused about it. Have you watched uh, or listened to History Hyenas? Like uh, it's Chris Stefano and Giannis Papas. And they also say that, like, they have, they joke around with, like, mm-hmm. the left and right, both. Yeah. Uh, like, they jokingly lean right. Um, to mess with Right. The left. Yeah. And f- funnily enough, they also say that they also have, like, the most trans listeners. But 
while being like mm-hmm. playfully racist and things like that, which is interesting it's that to see that play thing. out in real life. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm I'm very lost about it, but maybe you inspired them. Did you think about? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so were you brought up religiously? No, no, not at all. No, so that had no bearing on. No, I guess. Well, gender norms aren't really always taught. Is that what you were saying when you were saying that you were told? It was like if the they, not queer things. Yeah, like if if you were to be queer, it had to be a specific way. Like when I did first come out, like I had just I was a freshman in college, mm-hmm. so I went I stayed home for the summer after that, and um, it's kind of like around then I started to wear like some men's clothes and stuff, mm-hmm. and my mom was like, "What's this about?" Like, right. This better not go any further than this T-shirt <laughs> is basically what right. it was. If I see another fitted cap in here, I'm gonna yeah, probably throw yeah. a fit. <laughs> uh, so there was like that, and then like I had friends who, when I came out, they're like, "Okay, cool, but like, don't ever cut your hair." Mm. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> like, but, what? And it's but at the time I was also like, "Yeah, I would never do that. That's fucking mm. weird." So like, and you, but you were coming out as trans. No, at that time I was just gay. Gay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it, that seems to be, I guess, a common transition. Stepping stone. Stepping stone, yeah. <laughs> Transitions yeah. seem to be a weird word yeah. to use there. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and back then, because this is what, like 2015, 2014? Yeah. Where did you go to college? I went to Grand Valley. Grand Valley. Nice. Yeah. Is that what brought you to the Grand Rapids area then? Yeah. Nice. Um but back then, there wasn't a lot of conversation about gender fluidity. I mean, as much as there is now. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But I think there was online, but I wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. So so you you did, I guess, in your stepping stones, overstep um, the gender non-binary uh, identity, if you ever did feel that way. Or did you... I identified as non-binary for like okay. a hot sec, but it wasn't for, like for a quick sec, just to seem trendy. But <laughs> no, there was I missed the like, online game. I was confused, mm-hmm. and so like, but I also wasn't spending too much time thinking about it. And so like, if it came up, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm non-binary, and then that was it. It wasn't like a thing I thought about a lot, or right. even like I don't know. Whereas now, like once I realized like I'm fully male, like. It's not, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's been at the the forefront of my life for a long time right. now. Right. But with that, it, like, it wasn't, like, a big deal, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it, in the beginning, it was it was more of a realization, do you think, you came to at, at that yeah. point? Yeah. Or that you were starting to come starting to? Starting to, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I definitely just, like, I don't know. I don't know why I, like, put it off in my head for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's scary, you know? Right. So, and, I mean, life also has its own yeah. like with dealing with inner self mm-hmm. any kind of workings or any kind of transformation uh you want to make or you're thinking about making you also have everything that life is doing uh, whatever's going on already. right yeah. sports school yeah. work yeah. things like that um did you play any sports growing up yeah i played um soccer and basketball and uh <laughs> I might have been a cheerleader for like 10 years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for like 10 years. But I wasn't questioning anything then. That yeah. <laughs> oh, I hated it though. Like For a decade. Yes. It was like me and my two best friends, we did it. And the comp- I liked the competition. I liked the competition. I liked performing. Like that was the drive for me. Yeah. yeah. 
so I just kept doing it. Oh but yeah, it was miserable. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a mistake. <laughs> nice. Now, <laughs> um, you do have a very funny joke about looking back at yourself, mm-hmm. um, and really realizing your male brain. Um, at that point, do you do you fondly look back at Mackenzie and? Mm. Working on it, working I'd on say. it. Yeah, it's very difficult, especially when it still feels too like fresh. I guess right, right. And because like things aren't great with my family, so it's like mm-hmm. still very fresh there. So it's like I can't. I'm not fully detached from it yet. Right. Because of them. Because they still hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. So because there hasn't like, been a clean transition. Yeah. 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 I feel like I'm like, not trying to do it, but to I say the word trans, but it keeps happening. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to, and especially the word transition. I don't know why know. I'm harping on that, but I'm noticing every time I say it. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. I'm uncomfortable. No, I'm just worried about you, coming I, off as ignorant no. about something I don't know about. And I think that's why a lot of people, I don't want you to feel that way. Cause like, yeah. I don't, you got to talk about it to learn. Exactly. I'm a person there might be other people that would get offended, but I wouldn't. Can I just imagine you as Asian? Yeah, where'd we just go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because it's easier for me to talk about race. Oh, then, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so just swap yeah. trans with Asian? Yes. So when did I know I was Asian? <laughs> so when did you really like feel in your heart that you were Oriental? Wait, we can't say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, Hunter Miles is now canceled. Um, no, go yeah. watch something else. I felt, I I felt uncomfortable in one moment, so I wanted to transition it. Damn it! <laughs> so I wanted. Can we to... get a count? <laughs> so I wanted to transfer that discomfort. Um, That's fine. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> and you started stand-up comedy in 2014. 2014. So after after coming out as just gay no. or no no before i was still straight you were still straight but the first time around being straight <laughs> it was my first run at being straight and i yeah. was just, i was a straight female comedian then yes but uh what made you obviously we have to talk about what got you into comedy because starting mm-hmm. stand-up comedy at like 18 years old mm-hmm. is i mean i wouldn't have done it <laughs> mostly because i was not thinking about it? Or? No, I was barely thinking about it. My yeah. cousin had said something to me yesterday at my, doesn't matter. My cousin had said um, that he wished he had brought me to a George Lopez show in mm-hmm. 2014 mm-hmm. Um, because he had brought a younger kid and he kind of felt uncomfortable about it. But then I was thinking if he had brought me, like back then, mm-hmm. that would have been my first a show. live show mm-hmm. and then maybe that would have because I'd already had a love for stand-up comedy like growing up yeah in like middle school and high school but like fresh out of high school if I would have seen something then it could maybe have actually yeah woken something so who were you watching growing up or listening to that actually got you like oh this is stand-up comedy because to yeah. to dive into it at such a young age you have to be yeah have some influence it was here's the thing whenever we're around other comedians if everybody's talking about like all these people and i don't get most of the references i don't know mm-hmm. i didn't grow up watching stand-up like right. it was not even a thing i knew about or understood i've always been like i'm gonna watch cartoons and i'm good with that right <laughs> so 
the first time I got into anything like that was I started watching Chelsea lately with my cousin. And so then I got interested in the writers mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I want to write for a show like this. Okay. That'd be so, yeah, like that was like my dream for a bit. And then that's a I lot realized. Of, that's usually the reverse order. Yeah. Because a lot of stand-up comedians realize once they get into like the swing of they need more money, writing, <laughs> they need more money, and but also they they like the writing some people yeah. more than the performing. Yeah, I've always loved writing. Like that's what I even before I knew about any of this or whatever. Like I always just like wrote at school instead of participating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I learned about Chelsea lately though, and then I looked into the writers and realized they were basically all stand-ups. Right, and then um. I think like the winter before I graduated high school, I came to Grand Rapids to see Jen Kirkman. Mm, love Jen Kirkman. So that was the first person I saw. And then I went back to school and I just binged her podcast, like <laughs> dreaming of the day where I could be doing things like that. I have to say I, have, I had a similar dream um, of watch, watching Drunk History. Mm, yeah. And I wanted to do stand up. Like after watching that and like listening to Mark Marin mm -hmm. and like listening to Journeys, but watching that show and seeing all of the stand ups on that, I wanted to start a career yeah. <laughs> soon enough. Yeah. To be able to be on that? To be able to. Oh, be I wanted to write for Chelsea lately so bad. Exactly. So both of our dreams were crushed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with the cancellation of television <laughs> shows. But. Also, when did so you were watching Chelsea lately? It was at early high school. Mm -hmm. I only know it. Was it on Netflix? Chelsea lately? No, was it, it was on, on TV? I didn't e watch Network. It. Okay, now that you say that, I got <laughs> mm -hmm. a vague memory um, yep. of seeing it. I remember the like TV the last guy. episode that aired. I had like taped it at my mom's house, and I was like so sad but so excited to watch it. Right. And I was like, yeah, that was a whole event for me. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of stand-up comedians like got their start like uh, being on panel there mm -hmm. and as writers. Mm -hmm. um, now, did once you realized that they were all stand-up comedians, did you look into, because I know you saw, you saw mm -hmm. Jen Kirkman, but did you look into like the stand-ups in any material that uh, the writers were producing, I guess? Any albums or any notable names? Not really. I feel like it took me a little while. I don't know. It's just always been like a... I don't know how to explain it. It's just like the way my brain works is like once I learn about one thing, that's good for me for a really long time and I won't look into anything else. Right. So yeah. it was kind of like that, but... um I feel like Netflix has really expanded <laughs> what I watch of comedy, but that's right. like I don't I didn't I didn't it's do given, a lot of... it's put comedy in front of you. Yeah, it's like actually yeah. put it on a platter and it made it accessible because before it wasn't super accessible. Yeah, you did have to pay for a lot of comedy, and that's not things that young people do. No, we don't no, pay no. for. So I got most of my like stand up specials and stuff in in college, mm -hmm. like Aziz Ansari. Mm -hmm. and had released that um, live at Madison, Madison Square Garden, but I loved Aziz Ansari uh, all through high school and stuff too. But are there any comedians now that you hear that kind of inspire you or that you just dig? Um, I'd say like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> we'll do it live. I wanted to say something about him, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't have, like, ones that specifically inspire. Like, whatever I've listened to most recently is what's inspiring how I'm writing. What you're doing. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And it may not even, like... I might not even like use their style or anything, but it just like gets me thinking. Exactly. And so I think that's I think that's what other comedians should be used as for insp- yeah for inspiration used for yeah as inspiration whatever. But <laughs> because you want to just inspire thoughts, you don't want to copy yeah Jack yeah. style or anything like that. And for I think the mark of a good comedian is to inspire other comedians and make them. You know, it's to inspire thought as well. Yeah. And whatever, laughter is cool. But to inspire thought and to inspire other comedy, I think, mm-hmm. is a great uh, mark of another comedian. Like, who'd you listen to last? I was just going to say. I've been listening to um, this podcast. <laughs> it's doesn't, they don't have new episodes anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Cameron Esposito's live show at ucb that they would record Mm. and then they put it out as a podcast Mm. and so it has like four different comedians on each episode so i've been listening to that and it's like people that i've never heard of and i'm like oh they're really good and so like i want to look into them and stuff um other than that i i don't i just really like female comedians which I don't know. Everybody always talks about their favorite comedians on Facebook and shit. People are right. always posting about it. And it's always like some old white guy and I don't even know who they are. Right. And sometimes it makes me feel Someone a little... Who's damn near retired yeah. or dead. It, yeah. A lot of them are dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sometimes more recent, pussies. It, Sorry. <laughs> it makes me feel insecure sometimes, though, because I'm like, I look at all of my guy comedian friends and they like, you guys, they all like the same group of like male comedians i don't know right. and so i'm like i don't even know who most of these people are and then i like all of these like female comedians but at the same time i'm like but then i look at john mulaney and like i guess i can't really feel insecure <laughs> <laughs> see all right female comedians i love jen kirkman mm-hmm. um not a huge fan of eliza but i okay so she used to be my favorite okay i met her i got like her signature and everything um but she just kept autograph. doing the same thing Okay, no, I had her sign a check to me, so, um, she, I don't know, she just kept doing the same thing, and then I was like, I get it, but, <laughs> um, I really like Catherine Ryan, she's one of my favorites. I like, uh, Kathleen Madigan. She's very funny. You were gonna say no, but I do like her. I used to listen to her a lot. Christine, um, do you, have you listened to or watched any of Christina P's stand-up? Yes. I don't not like it. But it doesn't do much for me. Yeah. <laughs> so doing a lot for me. Um, I don't know. Now it makes me question what you want from your female comedians. I don't. I like it to be weird. It was I just like the it. Phrasing. Oh, it just doesn't do much for me. I was like, what are you looking for? Uh, more attractive. No. Um. <laughs> uh, that sounds about right. Um. Do you want to get really um toxically masculine? <laughs> That, have you been looking for a, sp- a safe space? Yes, to, actually. For this toxic uh, no, I don't, because my girlfriend is still here. Haley, uh, can you leave for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Totally kidding. Okay. Um, uh, no, let's go back. Uh, Tig Nataro and obviously Maria Banford are legendary. See, comics. I don't really. 
and you're like, yeah, no, fuck them. I'm trying to think of. I, you're you're just searching for off the grid now. Not really. I like. Um, oh, I always forget her name. Taylor Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Yeah, Love Taylor Tomlinson. Her, Catherine Ryan. Um, there's someone that I'm forgetting. That's like my favorite. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> I really care about them. Okay. Obviously, I have three in these because you brought up Taylor Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know Annie Letterman? Mm-mm. Have you watched any of her? I think she's pretty good. Um, Esther Pavitsky. No. <laughs> half her name was her Comedy Central special. Pretty decent. Um, oh, Whitney Cummings. I do like her. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, a little controversial because people don't think it was a real album, but um, Jenny Slate's most re- I Yeah. So good. I don't care what people say. I, was, I love Jenny Slate. Yeah. Same. Her, I love her more for sketch, I think, or just... Anything. Yeah. Any, I listened to her book. It was really watching good. Watching her, but her She's voice hilarious. is, yeah. Yeah. Her voice is, yeah. <laughs> we're, re- we're really descriptive here. Um, <laughs> we know adjectives. If, okay, but people understand what yeah, we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you watch the Kroll show at all? No. Kroll show is some of my favorite Jenny Slate. Mm-hmm. In, um, I suggest you check it out. Very funny. Three seasons. Um, is it on anything? Do you want to plug it for them? No. Nope. <laughs> I won't. Unless okay. Nick Kroll calls me himself. Okay. <laughs> Any Jew. Speaking of Nick Kroll. Um, no. So are you Jewish? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you started stand-up comedy in 2014. Where was your first open mic? A place that does not exist anymore. As It was. Uh, as they go. As, as, yes. as it will continue to it happen. It was the place right next to Mulligan's, though. It was the East Town Sports Bar. Okay. Well, that place still exists. Yes, but the, the mic, mic does definitely. not. What Did that mic move? Or no? no. It no. just was gone. Who was the host of that? I don't even know if you'd know who they are. Probably right, but you can go ahead. Scott Ryan? Nope. No clue. No. Um, This is bad now. I just forgot his name, and I really should not for Tyler. Charles, there we Tyler go. Tyler Charles just added me on Facebook. There you go. That was him. It was called East Town Clowns. East Town Clowns. Yeah. Nice. And what got you, how do you get introduced to the scene, I guess? How'd you hear about the open mic? Or um, I Googled, <laughs> nice. and then a Facebook page came up. Mm. Was it the MCN then, page? or No, it was like their page, oh. and then I like messaged them. Mm. Um, but I had no idea how any of it worked. I went to that. I became friends with Tyler. I had because I moved here the summer before I started college, mm-hmm. so I just lived in a little studio apartment all by myself. I had no friends, I had no job. What just, made you get out of town so early? I wanted to start stand up. Really? That was it. Yeah. So you went to you saw a show right before you graduated, and like that kickstarted. Yeah. So you're like right after high school. I'm just, out here yeah. doing stand up. That's left, drive. Well. Sure, but also I then went like two years without doing anything. <laughs> so like well, you did it that once and then didn't do. Shit well, I or... no, I continued doing it while I was in college. But then I, um, realizing you're gay takes up a lot of your life. So right. like I said, life, life yeah. happens, and you have these internal things. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot to balance. Yeah, <laughs> and then I like got a girlfriend and moved to be with her just to be dumped. So that. Was... <laughs> And realizing you're gay also comes with those like yeah. new relationship struggles. Yeah. yeah. So that was um that took up all of my time. Of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, a dead end relationship <laughs> yes, will take up some time for sure. Turning around, getting back to that main road. Yep. Cool. Um. So when did you actually kind of dedicate yourself to? It was comedy? like September. I want to say. T- 2018. I thought you were gonna say just le- just this past no. September in quarantine. No, it's been like two years now. Nice. I like was like, all right, we have to stop with the bullshit. Emerge 2021 General Dynamics Information Technology Signature Virtual Event Series. See vision brought to life with GDIT and over 40 leading partners showcasing real technology solutions that make an impact today and pave the way for tomorrow. Join leaders across government and industry to explore how to accelerate digital modernization for your IT enterprise take a deep dive into emerging technology that will transform the world and learn how defense agencies are advancing the mission with cloud register now at gdit.com slash emerge and actually get to it for four years of on and off bullshit. yeah that's we, what i'm saying it's like sure i started young but like eh. i wasn't doing much yeah after now was do you think you actually like profited anything though from that because were you doing much in that four years i'd all? say i learned some stuff um, when I did come back, even though I didn't remember any of the comedians around here, they remembered me. So that at least helped. Mm. Um, I'm sure it, I mean, any time you spend working on something is going to add something, mm-hmm. but at the same time, all of my early jokes were about <laughs> being a straight woman. So like, <laughs> so it's, just, it's not relatable <laughs> to me. No, I can't. And so that right that was now. a chapter, and then there was being a gay woman, and so then it's just like just scrap it all, and we're <laughs> no, you can just rework it. I think can... <laughs> There's Especially a lot. <laughs> if you just actually just switch around just some words, some words, yeah, and from, it take, would <laughs> take from your straight. White... I will still talk about <laughs> sucking dick. It's fine. It's... <laughs> Just don't question me about what yeah. I do in my off time. Exactly. It's my free time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Your sexual orientation doesn't count to mm. free time. Um, it's a character that I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an actor now. I've gotten to the biz. Yeah. Um, do you have any... I know you want to be a... Do you still want to be that writer? Do you still have those mm. aspirations? Kind of, but I think... I like writing more than performing, I'd say, mm-hmm. but I don't think I want to write for like a talk show anymore. Right. I think it would be miserable and kind of boring. Yeah. Um, but I do really like animated shows, and I think okay. I'd like to write for an animated show, like adult animated or even yeah. kids, or like Bob's Burgers Lane, that, right? That area. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think that seems. I was gonna say that seems um. Lot. Something that has longevity. Yes. I was going to say that because uh, I was going to find a better word for that is what I was going to say. <laughs> but um, because people are always looking for humor is mm-hmm. one thing. And adult humor seems to always be kind of. Yeah. Always thriving. I mean, talk shows, I'm sure they're always going to exist, but I feel like the platform is going to be changing a lot. With quarantine, I think a lot of them took a oh, dip. Like yeah. not having a live studio audience or just being alone with no laugh track mm-hmm. or anything and a lot of them not having guests in mm-hmm. in house uh it's just weird zoom yeah f- freaked it me doesn't out. i don't like it's it. not the same yeah <laughs> no. and it's it's missing that one-on-one interaction that like people share a rapport yeah when they're 
together. I think this might be the new talk show. Yeah, I, well, podcasts are. Yeah. And if Where Is This Going becomes a new talk show, <laughs> then I'm happy to be at the helm. Um, if I can be a writer, uh, even though I, I know I just said I don't want to do that, but <laughs> if it pays, it's fine. I'll, I'll be a writer for the new talk show. <laughs> uh, new age. But do you have any other uh, show business aspirations? Not really. I think... Um, what I've realized throughout uh, this whole quarantine is that I, I don't know. I've I've been in. I'm coming out of a bad place. I guess mm-hmm. uh, too much pressure on myself. That's for sure. So I'm realizing now, like, okay, are my bills paid? Am I getting to do what I'm passionate about and makes me happy? If right. that's those two are checked off the list, it's whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like a hierarchy of needs at this point. We yeah. have to build our own hierarchy. Yeah, and I think that's something that people for some reason don't prescribe to or Mm -hmm. subscribe to whatever kind of scription you're looking (laughs) for. But um, just set it one. Yeah, it's all about prioritizing life Mm -hmm. and prioritizing your wants and needs. And if they can align, that's ideal. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for mainly is just to support my family, Mm -hmm. meaning myself, my son, and my girlfriend, and her cats or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But keep a roof over our heads, try to be as creative as I can, mm-hmm. and hope that that will pay Turn off. into something. Yeah. yeah. And, but until then, I'll work a job that I'm not, like, Don't totally love, passionate but about. It's like, but it's paying bills. And you and get to be here doing this. So exactly. It gives me the else. time. Yeah. Something that's catering to our passions. Yep. Um, have you found a job that for now is catering to those passions or wait, this is allowing me. This is new though, because once things open up, we don't know if our professions are going to be intact. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you work a job that conducive to an open mic schedule? Yeah. I mean, I'm usually out. Yeah. You're decent time. Decent. Unless it was like peak time. Like, I, well, like, I don't know. Amazon's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, but now we're, like, starting earlier and earlier because my company's been around longer. Mm-hmm. So we get, like, the better times. There so um, it's really not, like, an issue anymore. But with starting earlier, are you ever worried about staying out late? Sometimes. Because that's, us- that's, yeah. bi- that's my biggest worry is I start, I start like, work I, at 5 a.m. I know a. what time I'm going to get home and this fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're just dreading how much sleep you're not going to have. Yeah. I feel like I've kind of figured out that, like, if I'm in bed by midnight, that's fine. And I feel like most times, I shows usually start eight yeah. or nine. You know what I mean? Like, right. even if I have to leave early, I don't. It's whatever. yeah. Unless I'm hosting a show, which yeah. even then, right after the show's done, if people just, yeah, you can just dip yeah. The, but the biggest thing I am gonna miss is the hang. Yeah, it does suck those nights where you're like, oh, everyone's going to a different bar now, and I have to just right. go home. Yeah. yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing i've missed over this whole not doing shows is yeah. the hang and then those shows that we were doing when it, things were open the hang felt guilty yeah you felt like you uh, didn't want to uh, yeah you didn't want to invite people over for a hang you didn't you couldn't go to another bar for a mm-hmm. hang but you still wanted all the peeps you wanted things to feel normal yeah and i mean i definitely hung out with some people we hung out a few times and mm-hmm. stuff but i think if you're Either way, no matter what I did through this, it was still way less than I would have done. Right. And 
I was only seeing the same people that I was had already been seeing. Exactly. And I th- like if I didn't have I was telling someone else this because he had only he had a lot of health issues during mm-hmm. all of this too, like independent of COVID. Yeah. But he hasn't seen anyone basically in almost a mm-hmm. year. Because that's what this is. Yeah. Like besides his family, he hasn't seen anyone in almost a year. And thank God I have like I have a close group Where of you people. Can, yeah. Yeah. And besides that, would have just been kind of cooped up in mm-hmm. just your home, which I like. I like the people in my house, but yeah. I mean, I've definitely was... realized how much I love just being home, and it's been difficult to convince myself right. to go places. <laughs> um, I think that's something that a lot of people need it. Because yeah. I know I was someone definitely always on the go, and I still, like, getting back into things am almost mm-hmm. always on the go. But I did have to sit at home for two weeks because of COVID. COVID, yeah. Because I got it. Not because I was always on the go, but because I have a kid, <laughs> and kids are dirty. <laughs> but. <laughs> Dude, wash your kid. <laughs> Dude, wash your kid. I, I should have told his mom that. Bef- hey, before you give him back, wash, wash. him, please. Um <laughs> But, like, having to sit at home for two weeks does it, well, you're forced. Yeah. You're forced to take things slow, and Mm -hmm. that's something that I wasn't used to. And I'm trying to get back into that more because as soon as I was able to, I was, like, up and moving again. Because I think that's, it's the being knocked down that we're all dealing with Mm -hmm. that's causing some people to, you know, be stir-crazy and stuff. Mm -hmm. So just... deal with being locked up dog i feel like uh i'm i'm a little anxious about things starting back up because i'm like i could use a little more time Mm. i could really i don't know it's been nice and i don't feel fully stable enough i don't know like my moods my anxiety it like some days i'm good but like when i feel good it's very like one little thing could fuck this up. Like it, this could all just tank. And I, I'm good, but I know it could change. Yes, like in an instant. Right. And so it's like I would like to have more time to work on that to feel more, um, like stable mm-hmm. and like just to present yourself to the world. Or... Yeah, and like especially to get back into comedy because okay. that can, you know, how a set or a show like it can yeah, really affect can really you. Really fuck with you. Yeah, and so I'd like to feel. Um, just more confident in uh, my mental health before mm-hmm. getting fully back into things. So uh, you're willing to put the rest of the world on hold so you can work yes, on your I'm, mental health? I'm okay. having a super spreader party this upcoming weekend. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it is Super Bowl, so uh, <laughs> I mean tonight today. at my... <laughs> um, no, but I definitely understand that. we A lot of people are not done with this mental break because so many I people have been... Yeah, I don't want people to be like... Everybody was all like mental health, mental health, and I don't want as soon as things to start back up to people be like, oh fuck all of that because yeah, as fuck soon all as that one, mental health shit. <laughs> as soon as one person puts the pressure on everybody to get back to like the pace they were at, then everybody yeah. follows because they get nervous about not following in those footsteps, right. and that's something that I don't want to allow myself to like mm. do as not, well. Yeah, to be able to set your boundaries, yeah, and know what I need and not. Mm feel the pressure because I see somebody else doing something. Right. And now do you think that just extends to work and productivity or just in lifestyle Mm -hmm. and, you know, what you see? in Overall. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like we're just such an unhealthy 
I hate the word society, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hate our society, <laughs> but you know, I know what you mean. Uh, but it, I mean, it can happen in whatever small community or large mm. community you're a part of. You see other people doing things or getting things or uh, being praised for things, and you yeah. you want those things because exactly. you see it. But it's like, do I really? Do I need it? Yeah. Is that my lane? Is that something uh, I should be aiming for? And right. it's hard. I think like one of the hardest things is sometimes I don't, but it's hard to accept that because there's always like this battle, I guess, that I'm facing of like um, being content with where I'm at instead of trying to, you know, like the get rich quick stuff because right. I hate my job. Yeah. It's like, oh, if I could just make this one thing work, if I could put all of my energy and time into this and then like yeah. not have the, to do with this job. Right. But it's I, like. I've also, I've like looked up trying to be like a freelance writer mm -hmm. to steal that note from you. But yeah. to do that instead of working a job, I've also like, I've looked into things that I could do mm -hmm. that I'm passionate about that could over. I don't know. That could make up for the money that I would yeah. be losing mm -hmm. by quitting a job because that's something I'm not passionate about. And right now, I ain't got the numbers. Yeah. Um, but once that's something that I'm able to do, I wholeheartedly plan yeah. on it. Yeah. Like, because that's, I think that's all our goal mm -hmm. is to, I've said, I think I've said this almost every podcast, it's to make a living off of something you're passionate about yeah. and that way you can live your passion every day. You have to day. get up and go do the thing that is taking your time and energy away from Exactly. That. Yeah, to wholly dedicate your life to your living yeah. and that being your passion. Um so would then your passion be stand up? You think so, that's your route overall? Yeah, I definitely I like stand up and then like some other writing mm -hmm. thing. Like that's I'd be content with that. Um but it is like the it, the whole get rich quick plays into it too though because like sometimes I just change lanes way too often because mm -hmm. it's like some when you're not doing something it seems like it'd be so much easier to succeed in than when you're actually doing it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, do I just buckle down, I do this job, I do stand up and I just wait for it to pay off, or do I take time away from stand up to like I've dabbled in like satirical online writing. Right. Like stuff like that. So it's like it's just hard to know what to do, where to put your time and energy mm. and what's gonna get you where you wanna be. Right. But it you also can't keep changing because then you're just also wasting time. Exactly. Cause then uh you're four years later and you had uh, straight you know, five white started. Yeah, you had straight white female yeah. <laughs> comedy that now no longer yeah. Uh, yeah. is relative so you gotta, to you. you. Look, you might be gay, you, you, you might change, be trans. You change you lanes can't. too quick. You can't. Yeah, you just got to stay in your yeah. lane. No. <laughs> Don't make my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let my wasted jokes yeah. be your career. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> but if you want to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you can... <laughs> If you're a straight white female starting out or a gay white female starting <laughs> out one. and you think you could match with this creative yeah. brain. Yeah. Anyways, um <laughs> we're still trying to make a quick buck. Exactly. It's <laughs> no matter no matter what, we're just trying to get uh, out of going to work. I what think if I was just I was like I'm I was so much better at writing a straight 
female jokes, I'm just gonna start doing that. And I'm, gonna start <laughs> I'm just gonna start them up. It's gonna be on my Etsy. You can buy. <laughs> It's on my OnlyFans. Yeah. My, you can have my jokes on my OnlyFans, <laughs> but you can just say them. Yeah. Now, would you ever ghostwrite for? Because I know you would. You would write. Would you write for a talk show if presented the opportunity? I'd have a hard time saying no. Right, because it's money. Yeah. For writing. Um. Now, where the fuck was I just going for that? Oh, would you ever ghostwrite for another comedian or rapper? Oh, I would for sure for a rapper. Now, you would me? you be Lil Wayne's ghostwriter? Oh, God. Just fresh out of party. Maybe, because then maybe I would like him more. Because <laughs> I just, you know, <laughs> I love rap. It is my favorite. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the lyrics make me want to be like, well, how? How? <laughs> and this is just playing everywhere? How? Why? <laughs> I I understand. I get really frustrated and heated about it. As a writer, I cannot stand it. <laughs> it, it uh... But would you ever ghostwrite for another comedian? I mean, yeah, but I don't think I'd be good at it. Just because it's not your perspective? Yeah. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? You have a style, you have a way you like to say things, and I don't think I'd be good at matching somebody else's. Right. But I think joining a team of writers... Is is essentially the same thing, but yeah. unless you you were just like, all right, you were my puppet basically for these jokes, um, but I don't. I wonder why more relationships don't work out like that. Like I am a writer and you are my puppet for these. So jokes. let me, yeah, I don't Instead know. Instead of I am a puppet and I need a writer <laughs> for something <laughs> to say, because for some reason it's always the opposite way. Yeah, like it's people who had a little to say for some and not need more help. exactly. Yeah. Like, I gotta back this up. I got gained some kind of following yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um, it is interesting. It is a weird. Yeah, I question. don't know how I would um do with it, but I also like. I'm trying to get more okay with like working in a group setting because mm -hmm. I like to be controlling everything. I know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now, why do you think that is? Because I know how I want it, and I think I could do it better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's I think a flaw of a detail-oriented person mm -hmm. is they are very focused on the details. Yeah, and when you could be using all of that energy on one thing and make that thing great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where um, uh, what's it called when you you give oh, tasks away yes oh. yo see you're in the same boat oh crap delegate thank yeah. you that's yeah. that's where delegation comes yeah. into hand um comes in handy or whatever comes in a hand job what's our time at 87 oh i was like what the fuck um <laughs> so <laughs> We got here yesterday. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> so with things opening back up, and by the time we air this, things will mm -hmm. have opened up, I think, maybe, hopefully a little bit more, yeah. honestly. But um, are you getting back into shows as things are opening up a little bit? Yeah, I have some shows. Well, I don't know about next month, so... 
I have no idea. <laughs> here in February, here in the uh, past. If you find this, if you <laughs> leak this. If, uh, <laughs> we'll leak this clip. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, the Comedy Project and, uh, oh, that's right. and are your you... show with Carl. Yeah. When are you doing the Comedy Project? Uh, I just did it this week and then the end of the month as well. Nice. Nice. I um, Shoot, I'm, on, I'm at the Comedy Project March 8th. Mm or seven, something like that, early March, so maybe the week this comes out. But uh, I'm at the Comedy go, Project. Go see Hunter. <laughs> see <laughs> this me. is him now plugging his Yep, things. I was trying to plug <laughs> Kian, but now it's about me. Um, no, we'll be at the Comedy Project. I think it's Carl, Kate, and Abby. Nice. And I doing some improv. It's mostly, yeah, improv stand-up. Improv. Stand improv stand-up. We are doing stand-up. Okay. Oh, Improved. but it's, yeah. okay. I, I don't know you. how to say it. But yeah, any Jew. It's supposed to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And are you doing JBs this month at all? Yeah, I don't know when. I'd have to look that up. Okay, sorry. You don't look up your dates before you come to a show. You're supposed to be promoting uh, things. I can ask my assistant. He's in the other room over there. <laughs> <laughs> I brought him with me. Uh, that's actually. I think that's both of our assistants. Okay. I mean, you're paying him for both of us, though. I'm not. <laughs> well, then neither of us are paying him. Okay. Um, <laughs> So you have to take that blame. Um, <laughs> we share it evenly. Uh, Ari- <laughs> I'm just loving that. Uh, he's my assistant, and it's Black History Month, and I'm not paying him. <laughs> <laughs> also, our, did we address the fact that your um, your act of kindness during Black History Month is this show is to come on my show? Yeah. Only this won't be aired during, during February, Black History Month. Yeah. So, sorry about it. You know. You'll you know. know in your heart, though. Me? Yes. Okay. That so. I did this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that I did this for all of you. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I did this to help out an entire race. Uh, <laughs> you're going to get so many more views now. and it's You know like... what? Just for that, I'll air this in June. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? No. I actually <laughs> don't support Pride Month. Oh. So. Well, no, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I was going to ask because I did feel uh, uneasy going into that June comment because I didn't know if there was a different month. Now, Wait, what? It's all, <laughs> so Pride Month is <laughs> just all is LG. Always June? Is no, that what I'm, you're asking? <laughs> no, I'm saying is Pride all of the LGBTQIA yeah. community. I didn't yeah. know if it was just gays. There's also like a trans week, though. In like, June? or No, I... Hmm. I honestly don't know when it is. I feel like it happened recently. Seems like you're taking up a lot of time in the calendar. You got a All whole right. month, and then you're going All for right. a week. All right. <laughs> I'll give you just, one of the days. I'm just okay. I'm just saying we took 28 days, just and we be were trans. like, "All right, That's fine. All you have to do. So if I be trans, you can have two months and a week. <laughs> I'm just looking for more time and appreciation. Exactly. Um, <laughs> beautiful. So I do. I have been asking people their favorite jokes from a recent special they watched, but... Oh, boy. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I won't. We already went through that. Um, I do want to ask you what your ultimate goal is, not career-wise, but what your ultimate goal is for your comedy. I guess, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to do with what you're doing? Um, 
I guess, okay, two things. One, mm. my whole goal, even before I started, like, performing at all, was, like, I liked the idea of someone hearing my joke and thinking, what? Like, that was it. Like, I just... <laughs> That's the only thought you wanted to yes, inspire Yes, I just confusion. want them to be like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've never thought about this. Does it make sense? Yes, but also just what? Like, that's... Mm. I like that. Um, and then it's become, over time, more so, like... Uh, I want people to learn about queer shit, and that's right. Basically, it. And if you can be that, that voice or that platform for yeah. them to learn, hell yeah. And you know, if it can give me a leg up on other straight white guys, that's because <laughs> <laughs> all I'm looking for is yeah. just a little more. Privilege. A little, yeah. That's exactly. What, one day, all of the queers will exceed the straight white male. They will be the minority. And then uh, I think that's actually we're closely coming to that fact. Do you think that's where you that, can't let them know? Do you think that's where the animosity <laughs> comes from? <laughs> the animosity. <laughs> that's that's why that's where my white- animosity comes from. I'm trans, but I also hate myself because I'm a straight white male. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> this whole self-loathing pattern. Yeah. Um, Kian, thank you for coming on this Thanks show. For- and I'm sorry if this was weird. It wasn't. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I've had Haley in my ear this whole time and she's just made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> if anything, if I can teach you anything as a straight white male, it's always blame your female yeah. counterpart. Uh I'll think about it. Okay. okay. Uh, it's not great advice, but <laughs> it's worked for a lot of us, huh? All right. Uh, <laughs> you can follow Keen. I didn't say this at the beginning. Funk. You can follow Keen on Twitter and Instagram. Are they the mm-hmm. same? Yeah. At Kian Straub. Yes. Just your name. Um, K-I-A-N-S-T-R-A-U-B. Nice. Yep. Well, but not everyone watches it. Some people listen. Thank you for having my back. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. We had eight downloads last week. I'll be watching my follows. We had 200 and something views on our YouTube, but that also took away from our listeners so that didn't oh. make it was kind of an uneven trick yeah but <laughs> why are we getting into the <laughs> uh statistics i um, just want to say one last thing hunter please. does support toxic masculinity it's an issue but we're working on it it'll be fun yeah we're all changing we're all <laughs> we're all trans okay okay and <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in, Kian. And you can follow, like I said, the podcast at Where Is This Going Pod on Instagram, Where Is This GoPo on Twitter. And you can email us at Where Is This Going Pod at gmail.com. And I'm, we're probably going to cut this up, this one up a little bit. This will be our first edited episode in a minute. Um, I just, feel offended. No, just because I suck. So it's just going to be chopped around a little bit. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Love ya. Please listen again. Hell yeah. And enjoy this song. Wait. Oh, fucking A. And we have Kian's clip for you. Uh, You can follow Kian on TikTok, right? You can, but sure. <laughs> What's your TikTok account? <laughs> Probably Kian Straub. I don't know. Probably also Kian Straub. Um, but enjoy this clip from Kian. And then our new outro uh, music if you haven't been enjoying it the last two weeks. Okay, bye. Uh-huh. You guys have been trying to be a better queer person lately? Anybody else? Is it just bullshit? No. That doesn't suffice. It's gay. <laughs>
every time I go there. <laughs> I'm like, can I get one vanilla? No, it's down. Who hurt you? Why? <laughs> it's like, there's no way it's broke every time, you know? And like, if it is, your McDonald's, get a better machine. I don't... Or at least update your hours. So I don't drive there just to be disappointed, you know? Like 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. open, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. gay. <laughs>